I think I'm not exaggerating. It's, I thought those were red cities. Are you serious? Not anymore. I just changed my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Is that better? It's way better. You're still nursing a little <laughs> cold, so... Um, no, I'm good. Okay. A um, couple dude. little coughs here and there, though. Oh, yeah, it's just the coronavirus. I do have to say... you got to turn the volume down on me. <laughs> so so you plug in the good headphones and all of a sudden... <laughs> oh, you're fine. Just fine, everyone. I need my Wuhan mask. I got to say, Jeff, the salt and pepper on your face right now is attractive. Uh, I Your totally beard forgot. and mustache is great. It's just a full beard. Yes. You know, it's... Um, I'm the new Dos Equis You could be. You'd, be. you'd be better than the old new one. Oh, my God. He's terrible. Well, he's gone. Well, he, yeah, they just... They replaced him with an animal or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Geico where there's 17 different mascots. It's tough to keep up. Hey, Scott. Hey, guys. How you doing? You're looking something up. I, I should say, and I will say, well, I don't have to, but what's the date today? 27th. It's the first day that the Fed, Fed takes your tax returns. <laughs> or I'm sorry, the Fed. The IRS takes your tax returns. <laughs> they might as well. They, <laughs> right. It's just going to go back to them to buy stuff, bonds. Yeah, until uh, Trump abolishes them. Yeah, isn't he supposed Did to Did he ever that? say that? Was that part of his Drain the Swamp plan? Scott, are you going to podcast with us? What are, yeah, you what are you doing? Are you getting show content right now? Possibly. It depends on what the results were. But uh, he might have said that. I don't remember. And it wasn't paying attention until he won. So Who said what? Trump. I, I mean, you said, oh, drain this a part of Drain the Swamp? Drain, I know the, drain swamp, the Swamp, but what? But, uh, abolish the Fed, which is a oh, thing that okay. the, every once in a while the Republicans will talk about auditing the Fed and... If you're a libertarian, generally, you're not afraid to. The candidates usually talk about abolishing it, just blowing that thing right up. I don't we know should, enough about it. We should. Since the Fed, the dollar's lost 99% of its value back in, uh, what was that, 1930. You could literally say any date, I'll believe you. Depression time. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of depression time, this is the day after Kobe Bryant died. Yeah. That was awful news. And his his daughter, man, it's all bad. Pilot, um, Jeff, you were telling me before, baseball coach from Orange Coast College. Right. Kind of got lost in the And wife and daughter of him. Eight, nine people? That's... Something like that's that? What, yep, that's what the number was. Um, and to the listener that is unawares, this is all basically local. If we're outside of California and somebody asks where we're from, we just say LA, generally, because it's that area. And I don't, I don't know. I, I consider myself a Lakers fan. I ran into Kobe once at the Irvine Spectrum, and I did not say hi. I you're, saw you're regretting that now, huh? 
No, not really. That's been a pattern. It's mostly because I'm a, I'm a scared. <laughs> it just turned into Mario. It's a me. But mostly because I'm scared. I, I mentioned the story before where I ran it. I saw Timu Solani, former Ducks Hall of Fame NHL player. Um, I saw him at an Apple store in Southern California and made eye contact. And that time I deliberately just kind of gave him a nod. The Kobe one, I was frightened, and I didn't want to bother him anyway. But um, so far, my track record of running into stars of not saying hi is intact. Good job. Thanks. But when I I got text from multiple people almost at the same time yesterday when the news broke, and I was like, I was kind of working around the house, and I'm like, no. That's that's not true. That's what I said. I, I did a little Google News search, and I saw articles in, from TMZ. I'm like, that, they're wrong. That's <laughs> that's going to be every once in a while on Facebook. It's like, oh, man, this guy passed. And right. It's a hoax. I think Morgan Freeman's died seven times. That might be true, though, because he's part God. So hmm. He's got a spark. <clears throat> I have to look that up. So Kobe wasn't the pilot? He has, a, he has his own pilot? I believe so. Okay, I was. I don't know I why I lip sure smacked that. Okay. Um, but so what I did was, I'm like, it's not true. I'm gonna play video games. I'm gonna I'm gonna check out a little bit. And I played video games for a while, and it wasn't until later that night when I turned on ESPN and they're doing all the in memorial and people talking about it and just people losing their mind and showing old clips. There's a clip I was trying to look up before. <coughs> that is going around of Kobe on Jimmy Kimmel talking about his daughter who was in the, in the helicopter with him and talking about people running into him saying, Hey, when, you guys got to have a son to carry on the fam- the carry on the tradition. And he was just glowing talking about his daughter mm. going to be in the WNBA someday, how much mm. she loved basketball. And just from listening to some sports uh, talk radio well, it's Sports Talk Podcast, but it's a radio show. Dan Patrick, he was talking about Kobe kind of not liking basketball and then through his daughter kind of rediscovering a love for it because, he, you know, he, he conquered it and then mm-hmm. off to do his business ventures and stuff like that and kind of not being in the game, even though he's out of the game. But then getting back in and I guess they're on, the, on their way to his daughter's game. Yeah, I, th- I find it odd that when i heard that story my yeah that my first reaction was the same as yours it's like no we were on the road coming back from somewhere and and we're just in a gas station and my wife's looking at me as i'm going into the store and she like makes a noise on the window and looks at me holding her phone and she says kobe bryant died i could read her i'm just reading her lips and i'm like no no, no way. That was in the car. She was in the car, and I was out, and I kept walking away, uh, like, no, yeah, no, that's <laughs> you that's liar. Not, yeah. I'm like, that is not possible. That's Kobe. That's that's the invincible Laker. Yeah. No way. And I, I, if I stay away from my wife, it's not true. Yeah, <laughs> I walked in, and I was paying for something, a coffee or something, and I, I like, okay, I've got five seconds. I'm looking this up, and it was like there was so many. I put Lakers kobe and just like flooded my phone and i'm like this is 
this is awful. This is, I mean, death, but when you, you're with your child, I, and I don't even know why you're, my, your brain, I don't, my brain just goes all over the place. Like, I know he's wealthy. Was he flying? Like, what were his last, like, thoughts with his girl? I mean, this is, that's like the worst possible, like, if you know, like, this is it. Like, where are they in that moment? Just like, as a father, you, the oh, total helplessness, brutal. you can't protect your daughter. Brutal. And all you want to is to do that more than anything. And that that's my brain was just racing all over the place. And and then, you know, the, it's just all, I mean, everybody, I show up to work today and, you know, this, my students are, you know, talking about it. And that was, you know, there, it's a, a ripple effect of like grasp today because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And also, like, we've lost somebody, you know, a great athlete. We've also a father, you know, a, a daughter, daughters lost their father, a wife lost, husband, friends lost, you know, a great friend or a good friend or just, I mean, it represents so many things in Southern California and basketball and probably in his community. And he won an Oscar, too. Uh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. For what? For an animated, I don't remember. It's like Dear Basketball or Thanks Basketball. Mm. Corrections and retractions, we'll clean that up later. Hmm. But it it was some animated short, I think. Dude won an Oscar. But like you said, there's other people in there. It, right. It's weird this, the, thinking about, because when we're watching it, and we, we've seen him for so long following the Lakers, um, and like Lisa and I, we, we were... We were crying a lot last night, as you see the people's reactions. Mm. And also, I, I was talking to Andy, friend of the show, sometime uh, co-host. We tried to get him today for reaction, because he's a... Big Laker guy. Uber Laker fan. Um, and I was talking to him a little bit, and he he was talking about how it's like, it's... I he struggles and I'm thinking the same thing. Like, why am, is this affecting me so much? I never mm, met yeah. the person. Mm-hmm. Well, you almost did. Uh, yeah, I could have. Right. He's a nice guy. I'm guessing he would have acknowledged me. Right. Um, well, just unless you would have been, Hey, LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> it was when he was still playing. It was a few years ago. Uh, yeah. Apparently, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, news outlets in Europe uh, put a picture of LeBron James up uh, saying Kobe Bryant died. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. That is... Could could that have been a troll? I don't know. Didn't Andy have a Lakers podcast? I think it was a blog. A blog. blog. I think it was before podcasts were too much of a thing, but he ran kind of an unofficial Lakers blog that I think had some heat at one time. Yeah, I'll never forget going to or go over to a friend's house and Kobe it was this rookie year and they were playing the playoffs and you see this eighteen year old or nineteen how old however old he was, he was young, just chucking up three air balls or two air balls at the end of a playoff game, trying his best to win the game. And everybody's like, Oh, and I'm like, that guy is a kid and he's like, I'm going for it. I'm I think it was that moment. I mean everybody's like this kid is going to change. Like it's almost like the Showtime of Lakers had come back, and Shaq, and I mean, then it just it was amazing to watch. I ended up taking my um, 
my friend at the time, years back, when they were in like the semis or something, got like front row seats. I mean, they were expensive, but just to watch Kobe and Shaq and all those guys playing right there, just massive, massive men on this, what looked to be a postage stamp court, like the level of competitiveness and athleticism, like Kobe was just, he was phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. I love what Michael Jordan said. Like I, I lost my, like a little brother, uh, like that stuff, that stuff kind of makes me tear up. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, so many people are affected by uh, tragic events like that. It's pretty devastating couple of days here. And and that's just for people that don't even know Kobe Bryant or anybody that was a part of that uh, helicopter crash. Yeah. And I mean, if you're if you're paying attention, especially if you're watching these things, and if you're and you're you got a pulse, it's going to affect you in a certain way because you can identify a little bit with him. And I think that's what's going on with Andy because Andy, myself, and you guys is it's just you just you see you see the the ripple effect. One of the basketball players that was interviewed was talking about how like basketball doesn't matter. Like in the face of this, basketball doesn't matter. <laughs> and that was it's it's kind of darkly comedic that like without basketball it he wouldn't have that mm-hmm. that private helicopter he wouldn't be a thing he wouldn't be a thing to mourn just like i mean nobody's talking about the other people in in there no cuz nobody knows them right but the people that do know them are affected in the same way right you can't separate it's very complicated you can't separate basketball from Kobe right. Bryant it's right just, and we can't um yeah, it, it's. I, I had a little a little thought bubble that just burst. Um. Oh, the, like the human humans, we can't. Can you imagine if everything affected you the same as if you know when you know somebody? Because people die every day, and it's distant from us. We know it's happening. Even if you hear a news story, you don't know them. It doesn't matter. Um, but. Because I think we just can't we can't handle that much grief mm. on a day to day basis. I think that's maybe that's why things are seem more difficult and ramped up because social media and news sources everything is so in our face. We're exposed to so much more in the world than we used to. I think our brains are trying to catch up. Um, I think that's why it feels like everything is so much worse, but complicated yeah it's, it I was, sucks yeah i was kind of mentioned that before we we went on and that was like i ha- i have a, a colleague who who lost she lost people that she's connected with um just devastating within the same week and it was last week and then <clears throat> there's the helicopter crash this week that's just a, a big public thing and i'm thinking this is so much um i mean one of them was the suicide one was a car crash where someone just intentionally crashed into some kids and killed three of them in the Kobe Bryant helicopter crash. I'm like, this is, seems like so, so much overwhelming information. I'm like, is this all, is this just life and it's always been going on or is it the media? You know, there's so many connection points. Like it's, we get our information so quickly that, we're just overwhelmed with actually 
life that's actually going on. And 50 years ago, like, well, yeah, I mean, 50 years ago, 30 years ago, I mean, we would not get information um, this quickly or from anybody, um, you know, a phone call, but, you know, it really wasn't somebody's intention always to be like calling somebody, Scott, Kobe Bryant died today. Like I wouldn't, I mean, I can't imagine people have gotten on the, you know, telephone and communicated that. But now like this back and forth discourse uh, with, you know, events that happen in our world and in our communities, it's like it, it, it's happening, but it seems to be exponential in how it's affecting people. Yeah. And I guess there's a worry there. All information, like anything right. that happens, it, it goes out yeah. like that. And uh, millions of people can get that info mm-hmm. from one tweet. Right. Just, uh, yeah, it's, in, it's crazy. And whether it's sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Right. Um, yeah, that's a hell of a two-sided coin right there. Yeah. Like, you can have access and learn from the smartest people in the universe um, and also, and information can spread. Governments can have a harder time. I mean, not so much here, although there's a little bit of that, but in a lot of places, even though there, things are locked down, it's harder to keep information in and keep people insulated from that information to maintain control. But at the same time, like propaganda can spread super easily fake news for lack of a better term whatever that means to you i'm not using it in the trumpian sense i'm using it in the universal sense if something's not true hmm. like real fake news actual fake news yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay just, most, i just i wasn't sure yeah i will say that most news oh sorry guys contains I fake news got the coronavirus you're, no you're fine yeah don't worry about <laughs> well, it this, we're corona friendly and that would be one of the news fake news r- real news is the vi- cor- coronavirus is that what it is coronavirus <laughs> yes my son asked me yesterday he's like is that from where we used to live we lived in corona is that where i'm like no no son it's like the beer son here have one <laughs> i think it's corona because of, of the eyes something with your eyes what's well, a respiratory thing that would make sense there's something with the eyes okay know. so it's not like somebody looked at it under a microscope it's like this kind of looks like bubbling beer. <laughs> yeah. It smells like piss. <laughs> this conversation went the wrong way real fast. We need to laugh, Jeff. <laughs> but yeah, but that, there's a big scare about that, and the whole city of 56 million people is quarantined or something in China. and in, Wuhan. And it's like, okay, well, okay, 80 people died so far. Is it, like, is it that deadly? Like well, and then you look into it a little bit, and it's like it can mimic the flu, or the basically the flu is much more dangerous than coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's the just people, the new kid on the street. So the it people feels, that died or might have already been right. old or and they said some that's way. who it was affecting, but but they're not Kobe Bryant, so we don't care about them. <laughs> so I'm talking, I'm talking to my wife about this. I'm like, any chance people were talking about this coronavirus? Is it blowing up? And she's like, no, I didn't hear anything. My daughter, who's in junior high, said, are you talking about the coronavirus? I'm like, we are? You know, we are? 12-year-old, 7th grader? What's going on? She's like, oh, my friend's dad has it. And he was, like, blood was coming out of his ears, or he was coughing up blood or something. That was not coronavirus. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, like, okay. 
Or maybe he has AIDS. <laughs> Jeez. Gosh, we started watching a uh, a documentary called Fat, Fat, a documentary, um, which I recommend. We're like halfway through. Getting fat. It's. I got to tell you, we go are ahead. we are a jump around podcast. But continue. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. Well, I mean, put a pin in whatever we fat. Need to come back. No, no, to. we're good. We're good. Um, let's go with mind. fat. Fat a documentary. I, wish I do be have more a let's roll. Let's roll back on fat. I okay. wish. <laughs> I wish we should be more sensitive. <laughs> Instead of calling it fat, like I'm fat, I wish you'd call it something else. Like well, it enlarged is, bones. It is with extra fat. I think in his defense, it's by a guy named Vinny Tortorich, who is uh, the trainer to the stars. Okay, he's done a lot of Hollywood. I was going to say he didn't quite make say the he's mafia done a lot with of that Hollywood name. stars. <laughs> he's trained a lot of Hollywood stars. Allegedly, I don't know his background too well, but it's about um, debunking the idea that like dietary fat, he's trying to de like that's the enemy, saturated fats. Those that was the enemy, and he's debunking that. So it's really interesting. And why did I bring this up? I'm so glad you asked, Zach. Uh, sorry about the crappy microphone, but it's all I have access to right now. And as I'm editing this, I remember why I brought it up. During that documentary, there's a candy, a chocolate candy, that's supposed to help you lose weight. And it's called AIDS. And of course, when AIDS, the disease, came around, that was the end of that uh, chocolate dietary (laughs) supplement. That's why I brought up the documentary. Because Scott made a joke about AIDS, or maybe the guy had AIDS, that's what put it in my head. That's why I brought the documentary up. And now you get to listen to me continue to fail to recall why I brought up Fat, a documentary. All right, let's resume. Gosh. God, we... Mm, bounce, let's bounce around to something fake else. News. That's what I'm talking about. Fake, I think I fake news. Fake news. <clears throat> fake That's weird. News. Oh, well, everybody can be frustrated. They're, they're, people are screaming in their cars right now on the treadmill. Like, yeah. it was this. It was this. Yeah, you don't have to be on the treadmill anymore. Get off the treadmill. You're fine. You're beautiful <laughs> on the inside. I like how you're trying to yes and this conversation mm-hmm. about fat. I don't remember why I brought it up. I, hey, I recommend it though. Watch it. Um, so is it, it's the it's it's the free fat in your blood. It was somehow connected to where we were at before. Hmm. Jeff's looking at me like, what are we doing right hmm. now? People are still wiping hmm. their eyes from tears of the Kobe story, and now I know. we're on fat. Coronavirus, blood coming out of the ears. Hmm. Oh, well. We should take a moment of silence. Okay. For which part? For your lip smack, Scott. <laughs> Excuse me. All Just right. some transition. Yeah. Well, I do have a soundbite that went viral from Donald Trump's or Trump's uh, spiritual advisor, Paula White. White. Paula White. Is I'm sorry. <coughs> Paul, like the Paula White. Yeah, isn't that her of name? the TBN fame? Or uh, this is a different Paula White. <laughs> I think it's her. Dude, if she's Trump's spiritual advisor, that's pretty scary. She has been for a while. That's pretty scary. A while. Dude, he had people like... White for a while. He had people like... I think she's gluten intolerant, so not too much wheat bread. (laughs) 
I, I got to mention, I was in Utah this last weekend. and Oh, crap. Keep yeah, talking. come on. I was in Utah. We're on the ski slopes. And this kid, he's probably like 19, had a huge red cape on. I didn't see it at first, but my my kids are coming down with me. I'm like, my two boys, I'm like, all right, good job, boys. And the kid with the cape on goes, hey, thanks. And, <laughs> and I, I felt weird. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, hey, great cape. You're going to fly away in that thing? <laughs> okay, later on, I see the kid in line. It just says, Trump, big red cape, and it says, Trump, make America great again. It's got stars all over it. And he wore it the whole day. Andy was with me. We were talking. He's like, man, I wish I had gotten a picture with that guy or, or of that guy. He's like, in Utah, you can pull that off. And I'm thinking, man, if people wore that in the Inland Empire, it, they would be mauled and killed. And, and that's the thing that, is there's a lot of Trump supporters in the Inland Empire and also a lot of Hispanics. Wait, what? Right? No. No? No. Wait, no. No what? No to what? The Inland... So... In Southern California, this pretty... This is a good example, Scott, of how I'm willing to be wrong. Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> so, so Utah, Trump, very accepted. Yes. And and even if... Red state, for sure. Even And even if you didn't agree, people don't go ballistic. There's like more of a tolerance they do for in it. in Southern California. Yeah. If you... I'm thinking, man, if, if you wore that cape in like... Riverside County, San Bernardino, the Inland Empire, you if you were just walking down the street, the odds are that you're you probably wouldn't live more than an hour. And that's I think I'm not exaggerating. It's, I thought those were red cities. Are you serious? Not anymore. I just changed my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the mo- the moment you the moment you go from from uh, Yorba Linda, Anaheim Hills, which is the outskirts of Orange County, once you hit that ninety one man. <laughs> once you fifty five, cr- once you cross the iron the, the Orange County curtain, it, it's a different story. But I'm thinking, man. The the freedom he must feel, you know, to just, yeah, I'm wearing my cape. Yeah, you couldn't get away with that in some parts of our country because people, there's so much hatred. I was going to say hatred, but there's like a lack of... Ugh. Also fear, confusion, yeah. fear. Not even knowing what being any of to, it means. Being Don't lied even, to by the media. They, just, All of they it. believe a whole bunch of stuff about Trump that is not true. Well, really weird. It was I, a weird I did moment. see. Uh, I was at the gym, and we are in the. Why would you do that, um, Scott? I'm becoming. Well, every time I see my daughter, she she squeezes me or punches me, and so I I, I need resistance to that. <laughs> That's the way she says hi. That's her love language, and it hurts. Hmm. If, Why are you so squishy? Yeah. I think that's a quote. That's a direct quote. It is in my in my household. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I was at the gym, Southern California, and you know, Orange County. And Orange County, I think went blue this last election. Typically, it's been a, <coughs> a solid Republican stronghold, but that flipped. But a lot of Republicans around here. 
compared to the big metro areas of California, which are very blue. Now, this guy was wearing, at the gym, he's wearing Make America Great Again hat. And it was like, there was a difference. You could, he was not like this kid in Mm -hmm. Utah, like a carefree nature to it. Right. This, the way this guy was carrying himself and walking around and wearing that hat was confrontational. I, mm. I, I could feel it. Like hmm. I'm doing a little bit of reading into it, um, but it was like, okay. He went to the gym and wore his hat. Well, when you put really? it like that, I understand it sounds silly. But no, no, no. I, but it sounds... But it's like, oh, that's a... <laughs> Who wears Because you hat? don't see that around here. Mm. Oh. Typically. You don't see a lot of MAGA gear. Every once in a while, once in a while. but not... They have meetings anyway, down in the maybe harbor. Maybe it was it was this specific <laughs> person. I'm not making a judgment of all MAGA people, mm. um, but the way he was carrying himself was like, "Ask me about my hat." Mm. Like, let, let's talk yeah. about this. Like, and not in the way that I just said that, which is super sweet. Let's and have tender. conversations. It's like, please tell me to take this hat off. Like, I don't um, know. He was he was definitely. Um, were you reading into that, or do you just could tell by his body language? I think both. I was reading into it. He wanted to. So it's possible he's very nice. I did not, in <laughs> fact, talk to him. But actually, if I if I was good about it, I would have got my phone out and said, "Hey, I do a podcast. Can I ask you a couple questions?" I'd be like, "Why the hat?" Maybe he he would have said something that would be interesting. If he had a if more, he's like the fight guy, maybe he would say that. More if he, regrets. If from he had Zach a Hillary, yeah. uh, if he had a Hillary hat on or a Bernie hat, would you feel the same way? No. That's I think that's the that's the difference is that because we all know that people react, especially the people that hate Trump react to the MAGA hat. Well, and if so, somebody had the Hillary hat on, I'd be like, "You think she'll run again?" I mean, I'm a I'm a Re- okay. I'm a Republican. Right. I'm Trump supporter. Right. You think she'll run again? Actually, like, actually, there wouldn't be any anger, but I'd be like, "You think she got a shot? Like, you think she'll come out?" Of well, it? Yeah, yeah, and there wouldn't be anger. But there's anger against the Trump hat, yeah, and that—that's well, what the—that's that why you where I'm coming from. But you know that there's anger against the Trump hat, and and you, so you, I, I'm if I can read into your mind, well, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. But I think we, we everyone knows that there's that 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 hat brings animosity. So I. I, I think maybe you... Maybe that's the answer right there. Maybe you think... He, he knows it. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and so I'm thinking maybe you think he, everyone knows this, so why would he wear that hat? Mm. That's a possibility. Right. It's in the realm of possibility for sure. But going back to the Hillary or Bernie, you don't often see people that are like, I'm this person's no fighter. And so when you do, I will say, it doesn't matter the candidate. It's just always a little bit weird. Like, really? Like... This is your your thing. You're gonna be that person, uh, well, that, but, that person's yeah. disciple slash follower, and like no matter what that person does, you're in the bag for that person. Well, and I, I have a hard I, time with that. No I matter think what there's color. A, I think there's a flip side to that too. Is that is because there's such a backlash against Trump, and there have been public displays of anti-Trumpianism against people wearing that hat, even like. Like immigrants, like Asian immigrants wearing a Trump hat, and they get beat up, and and and, and they get called racist. What was that? There was a a, a woman, a young lady wearing a hat that was red that said, "Make Bitcoin great again." Yes, make Bitcoin great again, and she got assaulted. Yeah. But but really? that 
because people see the they just see the Gordian. pattern of the words yeah, right. and the the red and yeah. But the flip side to the to the to that is that to hurt this nation in nope. the name of Jesus <laughs> is is that there's a little preview um, <laughs> because we like, we better get to that yeah. because people have seen those reactions by people that hate Trump, then they, they some people are like, well, dude, you're not gonna you're not gonna tell me what I can and can't wear in public. I support right. Trump. I can wear a Trump hat. There, there are and if you have swings. a if you have a problem with that, well, let's talk about it. But I'm not going to let other people control me. And and because they've reacted this way because they hate Trump doesn't mean I can't support Trump. And yeah, there there is some confrontation, but that's what we do. We bring things out into the public sphere to discuss them and not hide hide from them. We, at least we shouldn't. And uh, yeah, and I. Th- on that i feel like there is an increase of avoidance so everything is we see so much discourse online where context is very difficult you're reading text you're not in a face-to-face conversation you can't read body language and so you you assume the worst generally as opposed to you know ignorance or like uh what is i don't know there's a quote um, assume ignorance before malevolence or something where instead right. of assuming the worst right. but when you read text by definition it just comes off harder Lisa and I were just talking about friends that are not friends anymore because of, of a lot of social online interactions as opposed to face to face interactions and I'm wondering, like, if they had every one of those online disputes in person, I I gotta think they'd still be friends, right? Um, which is which is heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. So speaking of Trump, all this Trump talk, Paula, it is Paula White, I think. Do you recognize her? Um, yeah, I was thinking the, of the other Paula White, but she is a TV evangelist. Yeah, TV, maybe not TV evangelist. 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 Paula White Kane. Televangelist. And she has a big church, too, 10,000 people uh, congregation. Well, here is a snippet that blew up on the twits. that which has been deployed to hurt the church in this season that which has been deployed to hurt this nation in the name of jesus forgive us for our sins come on i need you guys to pray we cancel every surprise from the witchcraft in the marine kingdom any hex any spell any witchcraft any spirit of control any jezebel anything that the enemy desires through through spells through witchcraft through any way that is manipulation, demonic manipulation, we curse that. We break it according to the word of God in the name of Jesus. We come against the marine kingdom. We come against the animal kingdom. Any The wall oh, that the they rise upon the waters, we break the power in the name of Jesus. And we declare that any strange winds, any strange winds Scott. that have been sent mm. to hurt the church, sent against this nation, sent against our president, sent against myself, sent against others, we break it by the the superior blood of Jesus Here right now. In the name of Jesus, we arrest every infirmity, affliction, fatigue, weariness, weakness, fear, sickness, any self-righteousness, any self-serving action, God. Let pride fall.
fall. She talking let about Trump now? Fall. Let pride fall. Let pride fall. Here it is. In the name of Jesus, we command all satanic pregnancies to miscarry right now. We declare that anything that's been conceived in satanic wombs, that it'll miscarry. It will not be able to carry forth any plan of destruction, any plan Jesus, of harm. Jesus. All right. Moment of silence. Let's break it. Let's break it down. <laughs> I, I, I am, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. I'm speechless. What was that woman saying? Well, I, th- I think we should. I think. Uh, I mean, you just you just switched out. That the, was blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. But I wanted to. I wanted to just hear that last part again. Um, I like it. I like that you, Scott. You're so careful. Because she has responded. Yeah, and everything about me wants to hate this lady. I mean, hate in a good way. Um, <laughs> wait, <laughs> what do you mean by that? I need clarify. I'm the clarifier. I need but, clarif- but I also want to give her the benefit of the doubt and hear what... Because I, I thought I heard something in there that... In the name of Jesus, we command all satanic pregnancies to miscarry right now. We declare that anything that's been conceived in satanic wombs, that it'll miscarry. It will not be able to carry forth any plan of destruction, any plan of harm. That, hey, hey. that part. I want to I wanna say this. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so she, she, was, she had started praying right there. So she's, she's going, hey, hey. Like, that's to God? Hey, 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 God. Well, that's that what it seemed been, like, because she started praying. I feel like the prayer was already in progress. <laughs> yeah, like, so why is she saying, hey, hey? <laughs> exactly. But what people are freaking out is, like, she's ostensibly pro-life, and so people are hammering her on wanting the miscarriages. And the, the part that is quoted in the tweet that I saw is that we command every demonic pregnancy to be miscarried yeah mm-hmm. which that in its own i would be like well i'm already it's it, this is weird this is like she, it's like she's speaking a different language um we'll get to the language part later but then when she says the next thing which i think you picked up on scott was like anything conceived demonically yeah, in in a, in a demonic womb. Yeah, because she did part of her response to and Jeff, you can man the board if you so feel it. Part of her response was, "Our battle is not against flesh and blood," and so she basically said she's not talking about people's pregnancies, but the demons conceiving things. I don't know. It's weird. She did say it made it sound like people can demons are behind certain pregnancies and she wants those ended and people are like you you're you're for abortion now mm-hmm, yeah that's kind of the blow the part that's blown up and that quote alone it's like out of context i'm not sure that i think the context can make it a little bit better like she could s- lean on that second half of it that this is about demonic ideas and we need we need those ideas to be miscarried and not let those ideas be birthed i'm trying to be generous towards her yeah it's generous thank you (laughs) jeff the look on your face i should have been recording your face i was that was 
shocking in just the trajectory of her prayer just shifted quickly and went to death of babies in wombs and with the idea that you know the demonic and could bring you know don't want that to bring destruction and I'm like well I can see why you're going to get some uh, hate mail and hate Twitter and whatever. A little, not a little backlash, but probably a whole lot of backlash on that. That's, but I mean, in context, whatever's in her, in her mind, in her heart, she's going for something. She's feeling something, and she's just rattling it off. So I don't have her to ask, but. I mean, certainly you can grab that. That's extreme relative to people's be- Christian beliefs. Yeah, and I, I think it was so weird that the the part that I was picking up was the would not allow their uh, evil mm-hmm. plans or it, that you would destroy their evil plans or not allow their evil plans mm-hmm. to prosper or something. That that to me takes it out of the literal human human pregnancy. It is what category. okay. That is the way she she okay. And, and, she and also also what is a satanic pregnant satanic oh, good grief? What is a satanic pregnancy? <laughs> like what? <laughs> like in the in a in a literal sense, what would that be? <laughs> like what's what's a <laughs> I don't, well, I don't, some, I don't get that. some people, <laughs> the devil made me do it. Some people have that framework. It, I think a, the way she's praying, she believes in literal Satan and literal demons doing actual things and affecting life. What's wrong with that? Literally. I'm not, Scott, look at you, preloaded. You're <laughs> ready for fun. I'm No, I'm saying... Doesn't everyone believe that? No. I mean, every, every real Christian, though. I mean... Uh, Anyway, moving on. No, <laughs> Scott's squeezing the trigger so hard it's misfiring. No, with caveats. <laughs> yeah, he's he's ripping apart the cable holding his headphones <laughs> together. No, uh, I'm not making a judgment on that. That's what she she be- believes in a literal thing. But her response was, she said, "I don't normally respond, but clearly this has been taken out of context." White tweeted, uh, "I was praying Ephesians six twelve." Um. That we wrestle, wrestle not against fresh and blood, anything that has been conceived by demonic plans for it to be canceled and not prevail in your life. Which kind of makes sense given the last half of those two pregnancy statements she did. And I'll, let's just assume that's what she meant. Everybody's running with that one quote, <laughs> praying for demonic pregnancies to be miscarried. And that's the thing. You got to, like, what's a demonic pregnancy? That should be your first clue. Like, does she think that that demons are implanted into babies or something? Like, is that what you would really think that she's thinking? I'm not sure. Yeah, what if, like, can, can the devil cause people that he, he knows... Can can he cause the, the wrong people on the week. to have babies <clears throat> and have those babies grow up to be corrupting influences on mm. other people? Is that a literal 
boots on the ground way that there's well, demonic pregnancies. It, d- it depends on how. What depends on what you like? How you think that the devil's influencing that? Like, I, I don't. I'm not sure that it could be directly, but do the parents? Yeah. So, whatever the devil she's... influences through the parents, you're thinking. Oh yeah, the, de- the devil. Yeah, the devil uses people. Yeah. How did that? Well, that let's push the question back a little further. How does the devil use people? Through influence. How, how does the devil influence? <laughs> uh, we'll go all day. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm not trapping you. I honestly don't know what I think about. So all this. there's a, there's a Bible passage. Zach, you know you're familiar with the Bible. Um, I know it exists. <laughs> passive aggressive. Continue. He's got to learn. It, it talks about it talks about the fiery darts from the enemy, for one. And then there's another part that talks about are those literal darts? Yes, yes, they're literal darts. <laughs> 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 they're literal. He has a literal bow. Or it might be a blowgun. I'm not I sure. I want to clarify because I'm the clarifier. Uh, Metaphorical darts. If, if you want to say that, sure. Is it possible that the devil is metaphor? It, the up, devil. Zach. The devil can be used as a metaphor, yes. Okay. I think bottom line, her prayer was, no bad things. Get rid of bad things. Yeah. Bad things be gone. Bad things against Trump. Bad things against... She even mentioned herself against me. Yeah. Pride. So, so, so the fact. Like, that, so really, it what is shorter. it? What is it about people that? What is it about humans that just they want to grab those words and just shove them right back in her face? It goes back to the hatred of Trump. But it's not just people on the right, on the on the left. Uh, anything that any Democrat says, people on the right jump on too. So she should have been more careful with her words. Everybody's looking to take everybody out of context. And her platform is so big as it is before her association with Trump. You know, everybody's just chomping at the bit. Everybody wants that soundbite to go viral. And dude, that thing got 2.2 million views in like a day and a half or something. Wow. Um, So she probably has a lot more haters and a lot more fans. But going back to the language she uses... As I'm listening to that, it's indicative of where I am personally because I don't pray like that. And I'm not saying I shouldn't or I should. Maybe I should. Maybe I should be more open to it. Right now, I'm not. Um, It sounds like a different... It's like a different language. Being in Southern California, I picked up a little bit of Spanish. Oh. and uh, But not a lot. Poquito? Un poquito. (laughs) Poquito. If I hear a sentence, it'll be like, oh, I know what that word, you know, the sentence is going. And so I'm like lost, but it's like, oh, that word, I recognize that word too. That word, that's kind of how this prayer, <laughs> prayer was for me. It's like, yeah. I, I know what she's going for, but it, it's just not a language I speak anymore. Tequila, that means sleepy time. Or currently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's but, this... But you, ne- but you never even used to pray like that before No, either. I didn't. No, yeah. I didn't. But now even more so, it's like... Ugh, it's like a little bit of Zach just wants to point out what he really hates. Right, he really things right. I hate about Christianity. Well, I never, I, it never. You I know, don't. You're right, Jeff. You never Except went with the him. Part. You never went with. You never prayed like that. But now you're very upset at things that you can point out. Well, you could just you choose different words. Sure. I prayed like that, just not, not with that intensity. Definitely not allowed. And 
but if you just take like the themes of that prayer, oh, all the time, all the time I prayed like that. I so maybe pray- that's what I'm reacting to is I don't pray like that. Pick your words. You could probably do a version of that that would seem less weird, which people do every day when they're praying for good things and against bad things. And it doesn't seem as weird. Do you guys believe gross. that your prayers are just like listening to God and then praying with what God would want? Like you're affirming God's will, and that's your prayers. Mm. Jeff, as I'm trying to think, and while I'm thinking, I'm going to say that's a good question. Zach, you can't you can't think and talk at the same time. I know, but that's what people do. Oh, that's a really good question. And you wow, know, that is like interesting, especially politicians. This is amazing. Like, I was thinking last yeah. month about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, they're, right, they're loading up while they're. Yeah. Um, but it, it actually is a good question. And what was it again? Well, what did <laughs> what, what, what did the others in the group? How did they answer that question? <laughs> Could you give me an example of how I would answer that question? No, is your is your prayer life, or do you believe your prayers are just listening to God and then really praying in affirming what God wants, what he what he his will, and so you're like this is his will. Like she is like, you know, and you know, end any destruction from the enemy and you know, lock out Satan from all of our lives and et cetera, et cetera. She, I mean, I would have, I don't know, but I'm like, okay, that's gotta be God's will, like to lock Satan out. Like you don't get a a wedge in our lives. And so we, that's what I mean by affirming, like your, do your prayers, are they what, this is what I want in my life. And, or is it, you know, I, I'm pretty sure God's speaking to me and his will is for this to happen or this to be protected or um, this to be the outcomes. Um, So, yeah, uh, I do try uh, when, when prayer happens for me, it's an attempt to be in line with what I think God wants and, the simplest way for me to know what God wants is, is this agape love? Does this thing I'm praying for, does it increase that in my family, in my community, or whatever? And so it it, it has reduced me talking to God and asking for stuff, or even to be he- healed or to take sickness away. I'm just not mm-hmm. there right now because I... I generally think that the way God works right now, this is where I'm at. And this is just, I know it's a caveat upon caveats. I'm not making declarative statements the way it should be or anything like that. Um, So whoever's praying, however you pray, keep praying that way. Um, But God, that, that God does not Oh, the way, let me start that over. The way God works in the world is through people. Like that's tangibly, that's how, that's the Mm -hmm. most tangible way God works. And so 
how am I praying in a way that's going to help me tangibly be God in my family mm-hmm. or do what God wants in my family? And what I know God wants is agape love because that's what God is. And so that eliminates 99% of the way I used to pray, which was four things or four to be healed or I need more money or whatever the thing is. Like I sometimes I'll even think about praying it and I catch myself and it's almost amusing because I don't know that God works that way. Do you, do you thank God for what you have? Uh, not a lot. It's more, if it's more gratitude based, even then you're grateful for something ostensibly to something, right? Which is similar to thank thankfulness. I, I, I didn't get that. Wait, oh, wait. For some reason, thanking God for things implies God gave you those things, which in a universal sense, all things, if, if there is a God, everything is from God. Like anything you have, well, anything that exists is here. I'm saying big picture. Scott keeps shaking his head. So Scott's like not demonic pregnancies. Oh, yeah. How could a demonic pregnancy be from God, Zach? Well, I don't think there's demonic pregnancies. Well, hey, if if it's there, God did, you know, it's from God. We'll have the court reporter read it back. You did say everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even the thought of demonic presences is from God. <laughs> well, okay, I, I'm, I have a little question and conflict with your well, statement yeah. there. <laughs> if God hadn't made all this shit, then we wouldn't have to be arguing about any of it. I saw. I was thinking, man, we might get, might get through an episode. Without, it ain't uh, worth it if cussing, you don't have to fight okay. for it. Oh, shit's not cussing. That's probably true in some context. Um. <laughs> no, okay, gratitude, thankful. I'm not, I was actually trying to be generous towards people that that God gives you things, but I just, I don't operate like that right now. So what, there's what, not a lot of like, yeah. thank you for this house, thank you for this food. Right, whether or not, whether or not you think that God like actively gave you this, it's, th- these are things that... Um, you don't you, that you you don't have to worry about, or I mean, maybe you do. I don't know, but you, right. you don't you don't worry about it. And, um, and a whole a whole bunch of people don't have what you right. got. Right. Um. To it just seems that whether you think God actively gave you what you have or not. Well, I don't. Um. I'm saying whether or not that's the case. I, I, I it wouldn't be wrong. To go, God, I'm absolutely grateful yeah. that I I'm not hungry right now. And gratitude is good for you, and that's why it's. Mo- I'm, I'm talking about from a biblical sense of like the real God, not just like general psychology or whatever. Well, I'm talking so- about like this is what God requires of us, especially His children, that we give Him gratitude for what well, for, I, for I would what say we that have. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be so quick to discount the worldly gratitude because if something is true. I think, like, if gratitude is good for you, and it's good for people, that that's a truth that whether you find that in the Bible or not would be true. Right. I think there's probably evidence for right, it in but, the Bible. But, 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 but God is, but God, God is real, <laughs> and we're claiming to be followers of God. 
And so, so I'm not. I'm not saying that gratitude. I'm not sure. Is, I'm arguing with uh, you. Hold Scott. on. I don't <laughs> want to lose my thought, and I'm not. Please cutting you off, but I, I'll lose my. Th- I will off. lose my He's thought. He's taking us down a road that we. No, were not I had this on. odd <laughs> thought. Like, okay, if it's if it is the case that if we listen, we hear God, we and and if it's agape love, you know that transcends all of God's will, then then so be it. And then it's just the question of kind of bouncing it off the Holy Spirit. It's like, is this agape love? If I go forward in this, is it giving to that? Is it increasing? And and so the, I go back to my my own question of God's will. Um, when we pray, are we just affirming God's will? And what you said, Zach, agape love, but that brings me to this weird moment in my mind. It's like, okay, then why would I be thankful? Like, God wants this. I'm listening. I'm going to go, I'm going to pray for it and affirm His will, and then I'm going to go out, I'm going to do it. When I come back into praying or thinking about this again, why would I be saying, thank you, God? Like, it's kind of like my bo- a boss saying, okay, here's what we got to do. And then you go and do it. You don't go back to your boss and say, hey, thank you. I don't know, maybe you do. Maybe just, I, I've got a job, okay. But I perp- maybe it's purpose. I, I, I'm kind of just wandering in my mind here. Like, I understand being having gratitude and being grateful, just getting the opportunity to, you know, be God or you know, be walk out his will on our planet among everybody. So I'm yeah, kind of just wandering to well, <laughs> well, a over gray and over, spot over and over in scripture. I mean, this is what be part, thankful part of prayer is that what God has done, what God has done for us. Why am I breathing so heavy? Is that um, is that we are thank- process. <laughs> we're, we're, that we're thankful for God. I don't know why it would be right. such a huge question or mm. a problem. No, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Like it's just a weird moment like, in my uh, brain. Well, it's well just, it's, yeah. it, it seems really weird. If that we're we doing be, something that he it, wants, then why would like why would we be? Are we are we thank? I'm not arguing. It's, the it's point. really it's really weird to be questioning whether or not we should be thanking God. That's a really weird question. Well, that's why I said I had this odd no, thought, Scott. Yeah. Scott, it might be weird for you, and no, I, I find it weird that I came across my brain. I'm like, wait, if I'm affirming what God wants in prayer, then when I come back and think about, like, oh, that was your will. Thank you. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure what I was thinking as you were describing it before is. It lit a light. It lit up a light bulb on my brain about one of the things that I started deconstructing, or during deconstruction, and uh, was prayer and thanking God. So when I'm thanking God, this is kind of my thought process at the time, and still, I'm thanking God because God gave me these things. Thank you, God. And then when you start to become aware and really become aware of how much God doesn't, if that logic is true, that God gives me this, God gives you that, you're thankful for it. 
Then you become aware of how much God doesn't give to other people. But if you're going to be consistent in that, you that is, man, that was an explosion on my prayer process. Like God, God is giving people things and like doling out things here and there, but not here, not there. On ostensibly on his whim. Um, and so that was a real struggle for me. So a struggle that people are, are gifted in different areas, gifted in different areas, what they have, like if we're in America, but we have to utilize it. If we don't utilize it, it's a waste. Right. True. True. It's not like, but it's more like, is, is God the person that gives people, some people, some things and other people, not those things. And sometimes not those things to the degree that absolute squalor, poverty, sold off into sex slavery. Um, is that how God works? Where some people get stuff, some people don't get stuff. Some people are basically ass- people in the Holocaust. Like, pick the worst possible scenario. Is that how? Is that how God doles out things for people to be grateful and ungrateful? That's that's a. I think that's bad logic. Um, it's what's well, it's, I think it's a misunderstanding of what is being said in your thankfulness prayers or being thankful to God. Um, okay, say more. What, what, what are you thankful for in your life to God, Scott? Well, for one, that yeah, I'm alive, um, and then that I yeah, I don't go hungry. Um, I've got a, a roof over my head, a place to live. I've got blankets. Um, I've my friends and family are in general health and they're not hungry Um, from your understanding would you say that god gave you those things um yeah i will err on yeah god has provided for me sure yeah if if we go with what oh there are people that don't have things or that they've had very bad things happen in their life um then god god shouldn't get any any praise or thanks or glory, uh, we we shouldn't we we shouldn't uh, uh, honor God for anything because there are people that are starving. There are people. There are probably children that are going to die today or tonight in India because they don't have enough food, or someone's going to get raped, or various things. So, it, it, if we go with your logic, then God should not get any praise, any glory, any thanksgiving. At all, whether you think that God gives stuff or not well, to anybody, you know, you know, Zach doesn't believe that. I, that's why I think it's bad logic. Well, I think it's actually good logic. It's just super uncomfortable, and it would it would mean that God works in a way that He either works in a way that's really good for some people, okay for some people, really bad for some people, um, or not at all. He doesn't do anything. Um, yeah, and so I. I don't have a lot of conclusion. I'm just telling you, like, I'm trying to be open to where where I should be, and it's not necessarily where I am, but I am getting better at being honest about where I am and not worrying that yeah, that's that and, and God has a problem with that. We're, we're told in a number of places that we offer up these Thanksgiving. Thanksgivings. To, I have a different God. jumping off point with the Bible than you, so I. I don't. So that part is not tr- true. No, I'm not saying that. But I, I don't. I'm just, for, 
<laughs> I cannot believe my question ended up with no. What am I talking about? I can't believe that my yeah, stupid can. little question turned into you guys Jeff, going back and beginning? forth. It's, it's not a. It's a great question. I will not argue the point, and I totally agree. Remember, I said this. This weird thought came to my brain. It doesn't it just means that I'm mulling over? It doesn't mean that there's like this crystal crystallized belief that um, Jeff, you're touching yeah, on something huge, though, and. And so, Maybe yes. I'm not understanding exactly where you're coming from, Jeff. I, my brain, I don't know where my own brain's going. <laughs> but you can keep that. But good. Scott's, but Scott's you know, bringing up provision. God, I mean, reliving. Like, um, Adam and Eve, like, man should, you know, there's, I will make a wife. I will make a woman. I will make, you know, another half of this world. Also, this the Bible world. says... And Scott, I want to be clear. I'm not saying you're wrong. So there's thankfulness there. The provision of like the land, the crops, the animals. Like there's thankfulness. There's gratitude. I mean, there's there's we can sustain our lives, and then the community that we build. We're like those are other opportunities. I mean, thankful for all of that. I had a guy who we're friends with um, tell me. Why would you pray for like, or be thankful for your wife or your family? Yeah, or why, like, would, why you would you be thankful be, for your wife? I'm like, well, if you knew who it was, you'd be like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, but I, I'm not like, sure what that means. You have to guess who that is. <laughs> anyway, I'm like, there's some people who are like, you don't need to pray for any of that. You don't need to be thankful for any of that. Like, then what? What am I supposed to? What do you pray for? What are you thankful for? He's yeah. like, well, get back Man, to you if, on that. If you can't, if you can't just... be thankful for the good things that you have, then yeah, your view of God is, I think, distorted. Yeah. Well, it might yeah. be. I think everyone, everyone's good for God is just sort of... <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> you guys smell toast. <laughs> it smells good. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not saying you're wrong, Scott. It you. You come off for it says in the Bible, therefore, and I just don't. I don't quite have that in my toolbox right now. I'm not saying, but this particular, this particular, that was passive aggressive language by Zach. Yeah, you come off. You come off as <laughs> these parts. These parts. Did I that, say that? Yeah. Was wow. that passive aggressive? Oh, it, it is because Scott immediately. Scott immediately came back well, and said, Scott's, oh no, Scott's I didn't ready. come off that Scott way. Scott is ready for battle. I'm trying to disarm yeah. him or say I'm not doing battle here. That's, that's not I'm trying happen. to be from my perspective. Right. But, so Zach, the... the I'm adding that to the queue. The whether or not you're not on board with because the Bible says so. The parts parts that talk about giving God thanks or offering up a sacrifice of praise and oh, thanksgiving. Yeah. There's ton, there's, I, I think why, that's good. How? Why, like, but why are you objecting to those? Like I, these are these are like some of the easier things. Like like. That's also it, passive it's, aggressive. It's right not. Back it's, it's, it's not it's going condescending too. It's not going against like oh, that's the it, idea of God's love um, with like penal substitutionary atonement or I'm something. Just, it's like God is love. Okay, well, Scott, we're off the reservation now. Yeah, from that our original. If he thing. is love, then 
all thanksgiving and glory and honor should go to him. So yeah. to come back to prayer, I, and I told you I had my colleague yeah. from last week that had some horrific things happen in people that she's connected with. And then we have, you know, the the helicopter crash and nine people dying and a lot of people know about it. But I was talking to somebody today about this woman and her her friends and and he said lots of prayers, lots of prayers, 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 prayers. And she's she flew to where the people live. Um and I kept thinking, I want to send her a message, a prayer, something. But I'm so scared to do so because I don't... It's, I mean, it has to be such a super sensitive time, and I'm like... So send a message of prayer, like send like a card? No, like with, a text. Like an, but an actual message that she would get. Right. To know like, that Like, hey, were... thinking of you, my heart is broken for you, you know, I, and I'm like, or do I just let, like, what do you, do you just, I mean, do you listen to God? And like, do I do anything? Do I, I mean, we're connected, so I, I feel like I should, is it my silence that's supportive? If it is it just sending something to let her know that, I know that your people care, and so yeah. I'm re- I really the same thing with Kobe Bryant and all the, you know the people yeah. that died there. Like, what do you pray for the families that are still alive, and and those that are gone, and those that surround the situation? Like, what? It just seems so horrific that it's hard to even. And you don't have the words. No, you don't. And you a- you actually don't. And in my experience, you—the more words, the worse. You're gonna—the more—the more words, the bigger the chance you're gonna right. not help them, maybe hurt them, and and do emotional damage. And I don't want it to be flippant. Like right. my heart, my heart hurts for you. Yeah, this the all this is kind of like centering on like the problem of evil in a way. Like why do bad things happen? And. Uh, Man, I well let this demonic pregnancy be miscarried. <laughs> Whatever evil is there, it's just how do you? Is that what you pray? Well, I, well, I, I, yeah, I, oh, I uh, sorry, Scott. I, I here's what I, I personally think right now is that you could have all the people in the world praying right. for this woman. It it doesn't matter. It's it's not going to help her. What's going to help her? What I know is going to help her. Maybe there's some spiritual realm where things actually take place. But I know first step is, hey, I'm so sorry. Whatever I can do, I will do. Let me know. That's it. Second step is like knowing things you can do or meals or whatever, the tangible stuff. Like that's where, that's your prayers in action. That's what works. Thoughts and prayers on their own mm-hmm. are basically powerless. Mm-hmm. At least that's kind of that's how I operate right now. Like if I'm if I feel bad for people that are shooting victims or Kobe's family, his wife, his other kids. Oh, thoughts and prayers. I can I can type that out, send that into the 
the ones and zeros and feel good about myself for a minute, but it, it didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. And, right. And I don't know that I could do anything for Kobe, but there's people around him that can, and that's, you are connected to this woman in a way that you're not to Kobe and we're right. not to Kobe. Right. And so you are in a position to tangibly help, even if that's like getting to people that are closest to her, like, hey, what does she need? What do they need? Right. Um, but tangible, like actual boots on the ground, being the hands and feet of Jesus, that is a thing. That's that's prayer in action. And if you don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so I agree. And but but we should also be in, we should we should also be encouraging prayer. And that's where mm-hmm. that's what we're commanded to do. Yep. Um, and and so it's not one or the other. It's both. It's it's what. We, yeah, we, we pray, we ask God to help them in whatever way that, that to comfort them. Um, and yeah, if we can provide some tangible things for them, absolutely. It's both. We should not be discouraging prayer, though. We should be encouraging it. I had a coworker just last week, his wife had a miscarriage at six months. It's pretty devastating. Mm. Um, I didn't know what to say. And he's like, man, I'm going through a really probably bad, worst time of my life right now. Over, you know, chat, chat on mm-hmm. our thing. I'm like, dude, okay, shoot, what am I gonna, what am I gonna say? Well, said so I'm, I said, hey, I'm praying for you, man. Let me know if I can do anything for you. you know, let me know what you need. Did you pray? Yeah. It'd been better if I didn't, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? That is, that's not what I'm saying, Scott. Yeah. But no, you know, <laughs> lots of people. I was just bringing it up because. I'm like I'll, I'm praying oh, for. Yeah. I'm praying I, well, for you. I, I have done that before. Where so, I said so I would. I so <laughs> that I didn't pray uh, for. Him. I want to. I got a yes or no question <laughs> for both of you. Just yes or no. Wait, did you guys hear the? I think the wheels of the plane are coming down. But go ahead. Yes, they are. Um, do you think in my processing, Jeff Scott, he's going to whip us with that little white <laughs> USB extender? <laughs> oh, that's a dongle. This is the, the iPhone dongle. removed their headphone thing, so I've got an iPhone dongle. Okay, I totally threw you off track. I'll sell it to you for a dollar, dollar, dollar for my <laughs> dongle. Um, Scott and Jeff, yes or no? Do you think is the sense you get from my processing out loud here about prayer is that I am discouraging prayer? Yes. No. Thank you. All right. I think that's the first time on this podcast that a yes or no question has been asked and answered. Let me explain. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I will say the person who told me, why would you pray for that? Why would you be thankful for that? Was discouraging prayer very literally and directly. And I think this person, I have a hunch, I think this person... There's a lot of rejection without processing and thinking about, okay, because I think this area of my faith or maybe faith in general was all wrong, does that equal every aspect of that thing is wrong and therefore mm-hmm. out out with it and then on to a completely new view of how the world works. And I'm not sure that's what we should be doing. And it's when you're in the midst of it, you almost don't have a choice. You you can't just like say, oh, I need to believe this, so I will believe that. It's just, it's just so difficult. So a lot of uh, processing. I appreciate you. Sounds like Jeff, is there, is there, um... well, let me say this. 
we have a mutual friend, David Deaton. Mm-hmm. And David Deaton, he and also Maxwell. They, oh, yeah, they're gone. Yeah. They are go- they're biking. I, I wanted to get them on before they left, and I dropped the ball. It's my fault. I'm going to try and get them on. When they get back? No. Oh, during? Oh, hell yeah. During? No, in my classroom. Oh. Uh, they're going to try and find a, like a like <sighs> Wi-Fi somewhere. That would be amazing. I'm like, I'm like this would be incredible. You're like going to be in the tundra. That we like study a little bit of that for They me. are biking across Siberia, <coughs> the largest freshwater Ooh. lake. Amazing. Biking across a frozen lake in Siberia. By volume, they want to always make that clear. By volume, well, uh, not, not the more. So the depth of it is it's it's massive. Right, it's very deep. I don't <laughs> care how long it is, though. That's it, impressive. Three weeks. More water than the Great Lakes combined. <laughs> yeah, is what I've been told. Yes, but they they did say they will come on and they'll come on when they get back, assuming they don't fall in. So <laughs> pray against them falling in, people. <laughs> That's what you guys know I will be doing. See, you do pray. Yeah, my pushback, my only pushback against Scott is not a discourage, Oh, no, don't do that. Don't, discouraging no, 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 no. a prayer. Don't, it is, don't use Scott's about, name at the end of the podcast. <laughs> thinking about how you're praying. Then it becomes not the end of no, the podcast. it's not about Scott. It's about me. i thinking about how am I praying? What does it say about God? What does it say about me? It's not stopping praying. It's like, how, do, how can I pray right now where it will be sincere and legitimate? Um, Jeff. Oh, David Deaton. I brought him up for a reason. Okay. <laughs> Recall. Um, total. He, he, I was having a conversation with him and I think this is okay to say, I'm going to we'll, say we'll it. edit we'll this edit out. out. <laughs> uh, just talking about, he, we were talking about my journey, my faith journey to use some Christianese and, uh, deconstruction and doubt and all that stuff and he he was pretty frank about like i think i think i need to do some deconstructing and that was impressive to me i was like you are so ahead of the game because i was pulled into it without knowing what was happening and it was it was painful and difficult and not not knowing what was going if i knew what was going on and i knew there were people that this is like a timeless, this is a thing that happens. It's happening for millennia. You're not alone, but you can feel so alone. I'm like, how do you know that this is what you need to do? So I'm going to willingly like pick apart. Well, why do I believe this? I'm going to look at this. Why do I do this? I'm jealous of that. But your processing and your your questions in this episode, like is, are there some things like that, that you're wrestling with? Because there's a, there was a lot of, I don't know. Hmm. No, I don't think I'm. Re- I don't think I'm wrestling with, with anything. I do think about your deconstruction, and I'm like, but in the end, there's some foundational things, and you can always go to that. I mean, any Christian can, and then all the other stuff. Uh, I, I hope it's not a distraction from, you know, our ultimate life as believers. Because the deconstruction thing, it's mainstream, and I'm like, okay, so we grew up, and now we see things, maybe not differently, but like, I, I mean, ultimately, in the end, like, 
believe that Christ died for our sins. And there's, you talk about agape love, like very simple things that, very simple things. I mean, our faith is simple and, and powerful at the same, at the same time. And simple, not small, but simple in that it's very easy to see what happened and the impact. And then we go out into the world and try and increase agape love in our families and our friends and those around us in our community and so on and so forth. So that's a good landing, Jeff. <laughs> We'll talk about your deconstruction off air. Okay. <laughs> and hey. <clears throat> and Zach, let's pray for Scott right now. Oh. I thought you were going to say, Zach, I want to pray for you right now. Because Scott would be about that. Actually, Scott, why don't you pray for Zach? <laughs> Shoot, I changed your mind. No, really. Just whatever's I would, on I your wouldn't, heart. I wouldn't know what, what to pray. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like my prayer life right now. Yeah. Be very difficult for Zach not to get upset at anything I would pray. Well, because he would pray. Oh, I'm guessing he would pray. No, I'm not going to put that on you, Scott. Don't you love. Okay. Don't you do that to me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love when people. You know what I noticed too is like when I noticed how often I was praying for the people I was with. Like when I'm praying out loud, I'm like praying in a way that. Here's what I want them to know. And then I notice other people, oh, when people are praying, when I'm in a small group setting and people are praying, it's like they're do also doing a little bit of preaching and they're praying in a way that's like what they want people to take from that meeting specifically. Mm. And it's just, it's just <laughs> weird. Lord, would you just humble our hearts and help just, us to... Uh, just, just give Scott, Scott and Zach clarity <laughs> in their lives and... Their decisions at Help work. Help them to see things the way I see them. <laughs> and do the things the way I would do them. Let their work be fruitful. I don't know why I've got to talk with an accent there. A little bit like <laughs> fruitful. Uh, President Bush. There's a little <laughs> fruitful. Well, I appreciate you guys, and I hope that yeah, thanks, guys. any listeners out there, uh, this so was grateful a for really you guys. interesting conversation. And um, <laughs> Rose Bibles, beer. Or brosbiblesbeer at gmail.com. I do pray for you guys. I am. I thank God that for all, dude. I mean, what God gave us to you. That uh, that uh, just say it. God gave us to you. God gave you guys to me. You're really good friends. Yeah, and if I wasn't grateful for that, then man, I'd be a real, real dirtbag. Well, I mean, I am, but it'd be even worse. You're totally, you're total depravity. Yeah, In need of a savior. Well, not total depravity, but okay. But federal headship of Adam and you know, okay. sin and all that Scott, stuff. Scott, yeah. I appreciate what you just said before all that. <laughs> Whatever nonsense you just said, yeah. right I got before lost that. lost in federal I, headship. Federal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me think I, about my taxes. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm thankful for you guys, too. And uh, listeners... Tell me if I'm... Pray for Zach. Prayer. Pray for me. Pray for Zach. I need it. God just don't I tell him, because then he'll, he'll just have bad thoughts about God. And, yeah, and that's how it works. Like that. He's yeah. going to deconstruct your prayer anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll pray for deconstruction <laughs> for every one of you. Yeah.